Today on episode 68 of the Home of Play podcast, are we getting a Ghost of Tsushima standalone game? EA is working on an IP revival of a sci-fi horror classic, and Insomniac Games' next title is looking to be multiplayer. All that and more. Let's get that intro. Right now? <coughs> Jazz hands! Ha ha ha! What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to another beautiful Monday morning. That's right. I'm just kidding. It's actually Friday. But anyway, welcome back to episode 68 of the Home of Play podcast, where every Monday, the three today, best friends, join forces to give you all the latest in PlayStation rumors, news, and reviews. And that is because we are the true PlayStation fans. I'm your host, Steve. And with me, I'm joined by the king of platinum trophies himself, Christopher. Happy, happy Friday. With Christopher, we also have returning yet again after a very big absence. We have the 60 frames of Curtis. Hello. The Home of Play podcast is a self-supported podcast. We don't include any of that bias or paid for opinion stuff that you do not need here. This allows us to bring you the PlayStation news that you actually need or want to know. All of our content is free for you to enjoy at your leisure. We only ask that you help support the show by telling your friends, family, and people that live down under about the podcast and that they can find us and all your favorite podcast services of choice, such as Spotify, Apple, or Amazon. Every month we're growing, and it's all because you lovely gaming homies helping to spread the cost of the power of word of mouth. If you have any comments, questions, or complaints, we want to hear from you. Please leave any of those at our email address, homeofplaypodcast at gmail.com, and then we can read your questions on the show or alone private while we discuss the secret rumored Ghost of Tsushima expansion slash standalone game. On today's episode, we have six news articles to discuss, but first, as always... Let us begin with what we've been up to this last week and possibly longer than a week for Curtis. So we'll just start with Curtis. Uh, so I have bought a few games in the past little bits. Um, I've only played one, though, because that's what I do. Um, that game being, and I think Chris played it back when it came out, was uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising. Oh, yeah, I'm still playing it. <laughs> yeah, so I, I picked that up for like 25 bucks. So I'm playing that. I'm actually enjoying it actually a lot mm. more than i thought like even being uh it, i don't know what an assassin's creed breath of the wild weird but little... with actually stuff to do <laughs> yeah yeah it's actually kind of fun yeah. like i'm enjoying it's it a very filled world yeah, yeah. there's like, lots of stuff to do it's very assassin's creed in that regard like there's so many things to do it's a lot of the same stuff but it's it's definitely more entertaining than i thought it would be like i like the fact that you could actually fly around and it yeah the traversal is uh less than favorable because of the breath of the wild aspect you're climbing up a mountain and at least you don't have to worry about the rain eh? Eh? but every three seconds <laughs> but then uh i don't know i have a list here of games that i have to play but i have uh yet to do them i kind of gave up on gta 5 I might come back to it at some point, but I don't know. But then the life simulator game. <laughs> yeah. And uh, much to probably Steve's disappointment, um, because I got it again for about 25 bucks. I got Horizon. Uh, you know what? I don't like it, but I don't want to tell other people not to enjoy it. If you enjoy it, you know, more power to you. The thing is, is whether or not I'll make it past the point I was on PS4, because this is on PC now. So I'm getting mm -hmm. my nice ultra wide resolution 110 frames roughly is what i'm pulling right now so it's a lot smoother easier to play but we'll see 
but I think that's about it. The only other game I bought recently was like right before we started recording, I bought uh, Master Chief Collection on Steam because it was on sale. So why not? Curtis, did you see anything during the E3 show or hear anything that was interested or piqued your interest? I, actually, okay, here we go. Let's rephrase that. What is the best announcement from E3 and why is it Elden Ring? <laughs> yeah. Pretty, yes. Yeah. Yes. That, that is Let's my answer. It. Thank you. Uh, yeah, basically Elden Ring, best one there. Only because mm. I like the I like the Soul series. Um, it's as long as it's not Sekiro, which I have really I don't have anything against it. I just wasn't good at it. So as long as it's not like that, then I will definitely enjoy it. But it looks like Dark Souls, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, from from the little that they showed, it didn't look like Sekiro, so... No. Yeah, Dark Souls meets uh, My Little Pony, and I'm okay with that. Alternatively, the only other thing that kind of really caught my eye, because there, there was something else, there was a third one, that as I skimmed through the list, and I don't even remember what it was I thought, now. I honestly think... I would have thought you'd be interested in Stalker 2, just because you like the Metro games, eh. and they seem very similar to me. I played the first one a little bit. I think it's like an hour, but eh, it was okay. But the only other one was, again, a kind of a Souls-like game, that uh, the Final Fantasy... Strangers of Paradise? Yeah, it's the only other one that kind oh. of piques my interest, but I'm also very skeptical because it's Need not... Need to see more. Yeah. Is, did they release uh, a demo for PC on that one? I don't know. I like because I played it last week on the PS5, like the demo. Yeah. Um. So I was just, yeah, I was interested if you were pos if it's a possibility for you. I never even looked into it. Not gonna lie to you. Okay. And then we will uh cancel Curtis with our cancel culture, and we'll move straight to Chris. <laughs> um, <clears throat> lots of PC stuff this week. Uh, I did one console game, but I'll let Steve talk about that one. Uh, PC over the weekend, this was the Naraka Blade Point beta, so I played a shit ton of that. Uh, definitely looking forward to having the official version to see what they're going to do with it as far as all the content. Because they give you so many free credits when you... Because I did pre-purchase it, so I got tons of credits. I could buy every cosmetic in the game. So I'm trying to see if they give you that when the actual game comes out. They're not gonna, but... I'm curious how fast you're going to be able to accumulate that sort of loot and stuff. So, um, too much bait. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Hopefully you can earn stuff just by playing a lot. But anyways, um, on Father's Day, I was playing uh, games with a couple buddies. We jumped on a whole bunch of random stuff. <clears throat> uh, we played a lot of League of Legends, the Team Fight Tactics. Still hooked to that uh, game, uh, having a lot of fun with it. It's easy for somebody to just jump onto it, and it's just a good group game. Um, we also played a couple of other smaller ones. We played a brief amount of Overcooked 2 because it was free on Epic Games. Uh, I know the three of us played it briefly. Or we played a good amount of it, I think, when that one day. maybe like, I handled burgers. You cooked the burgers well. <laughs> there is no I burnt footage them. of it, though. <laughs> yeah, footage, that, that footage has been lost. Did we try to record that? Oh, yeah, we did. Probably, yeah. Oh, that was one of the failed ones? That, okay. that was the yeah. one that broke me. Oh, that was the straw that broke the yeah. camel's yep. back. Yeah. Uh, and then just briefly, because uh, I still have the Xbox uh, Game Pass thing, uh, I, we picked up a party game, uh, Golf With Your Friends. Uh, 
Yes. It's like a it's mini it's mini golf, and you just everybody's just trying to go as fast as they can with the shortest amount of strokes. Um, yeah, it's 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 fun. So other than TFT and Naraka, that's pretty much been my week. How about you, Steve? What have you been up to? So this week, uh, oh man, have I done a lot of hours and work. So not a lot of game time, but a decent amount. Like Wednesday was good. Quality uh, time. And then uh, last, I think we started, I think we tried Saturday. Yeah, it was last Saturday that me and you uh, finally decided we we're going to get into Demon Souls multiplayer. Uh, so you got me back in Demon Souls. We played a little bit together, started new characters, uh, finally got far enough that we could play together, did such that we died epically at the Armored Spider. Uh, and then since then, yeah, I've just been hooked again. So that's all week. That's all I've been doing is more Demon Souls, uh, trying different paths, getting, uh, trying a different build. Like I've never done a real strength build before. So um, it feels almost like playing the game for the first time because there's just totally different mechanics that I didn't realize. I guess I've always kind of been a dex build guy. So can you sell gear in the game? Like in some of the other ones, you could sell it for souls. You can, yeah, but not demon souls, or at least not where I'm at. Okay, so you, you think you can at some point? I would hope so. Like there must be someone that will take stuff, but. From where I'm at, nobody has that option. Okay. It's very strange coming from like only playing Dark Souls before. So I have like duplicates, and it's like, well, I, there's no point in keeping duplicates. So. I mean, you can drop gear, and in, like the other games, I can actually give you stuff, which is kind of neat. Me so. dropping gear for no reason? <laughs> the guy <laughs> picks up every spoon and fork? I feel like you're going to go to the guy at the Nexus, the storage guy, and he's going to be like, please, no. No, Just, no I can't no. do it anymore. <laughs> my wife left me already. I got nothing. My back is broke. There's a couple of things I haven't unlocked. Like, I still really need to get the flame lurker killed so I can start getting better weapons. Chris will help me out with that. We I'm will sure. play for sure. Okay. But otherwise, that is all I've been doing this week, which means, guess what? We're going right into the news. Pause. We got six. Pause. I actually forgot something I wanted to mention. Uh, me and my group of friends were getting super excited to play the Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance. And then the reviews started hitting and we we're like, oh, no. I watched, uh, I think, like a 20 minute video of a review and it was just sad and depressing because it looks it's painful. You. I watch the game and it looks like there is a lot of potential. And then you they start going through all the bugs and how the traps don't work and how the archer class like you have to be on like the right level or abilities will like if you're on a higher plane it won't hit properly. The AI is atrocious. Like they like so bad like I I'm I'm completely shocked with how bad that AI is. I feel though that it a lot of this stuff can be fixed like i think i feel like it can be fixed um so maybe in time it'll be worthwhile but i because i feel like the story i haven't heard too many things about like bad about the story or like the gameplay loop it, it, i mean other than like some of the dungeons pretty much have the same formula like long hallway big fight room long hallway big fight room i mean that's whatever you can if it's fun then sure it works but uh, I'm hoping within a couple patches, maybe they can get a lot of these issues fixed. But yeah, I just wanted to mention that as well as uh, the Legend of Mana game is now out. So I'm hoping that I can convince Steve to 
we'll start that one up and do a virtual couch co-op for that one. <laughs> so uh, just to, you know, not to cause too much strife here, but I'm going to somewhat disagree with you, Chris. Uh, a lot of that stuff I've been seeing, people are definitely pointing out. And here's a quote from Metacritic. The game itself is a masterpiece to look at, but falls short in its gameplay department, making it tough sell for anyone who wasn't already going to pick it up to, pl uh, to play simply based on its source material. Um, IGN also called out the gameplay. Uh, but basically, yeah, a lot of people are just saying that the general game the system itself is just unfun and the repetitivity it's just you know some games can get away with it because it's fun this one not so much they're just saying like a lot of people are just saying yes there's all that other stuff there's ai there's a lot of buggy stuff but just the you know another one here disappointing progression you know all that stuff like i i, I think you're having one of those moments like i was with anthem where you're like this can get fixed this yes there's there's chances <laughs> it's just like and it never gets fixed uh honestly i'm just going to be harsh here but i i see this as a game that knew it was going to fail and that is exactly why they were like hey we should go to game pass day one they'll give us a couple couple mil for this exclusive <laughs> Check, i'm please. just gonna keep hoping i know it was a smaller team i think that worked on it and i'm not saying I believe it's they impossible got, it was, was it wizards of the coast that backed it i think so it's like, I think there's potential. I mean, I, I'm hoping. Okay. So we're going to get into that news I was talking about. We have six news articles. So we're going to start in that numerical order we love so much, which is number one, a not so dead space. This one comes from VGC. An electronic arts IP revival teased last weekend is reportedly a reimagining of a sci-fi horror series, Dead Space. It was first claimed by journalist Jeff Grubb this weekend that EA was set to announce a new project during its EA Play Live event on July 22nd, which had previously claimed that an unnamed established IP revival by EA's Motive Studio. The story was picked up by VGC and other outlets, and now Gamatsu has collaborated the report and claimed that the established IP is Dead Space. The Dead Space series first released in 2008 and has not seen a new installment since 2013's Dead Space 3. The series developer Visceral Games was closed by EA in 2017. Uh, moving forward, according to Gamatsu, the new Dead Space game will be a reimagining of the series rather than a straight sequel of the existing trilogy of games. EA's Motive Studio released Star Wars Squadrons last year which was its fully developed title, first fully developed title since the company formed in 2015. It previously collaborated on DICE Battlefront 2. And uh, what are you guys excited? I can't remember if any of you guys have even played many of the... Yes? Yes, I have. Uh, I played the first two. Uh, really enjoyed that series. That's right up my alley. Um, the third game... <laughs> I think that's the only one. That one added co-op, if I'm not mistaken. It had a co-op option. Yes. And I always kept the game aside and never played it because I was like, I'm waiting for someone to play this co-op with. And it never <laughs> happened. So I never played Dead, uh, Dead Space 3. Uh, but I am super excited for a potential revival or whatever this is, if it's a new IP. Is this similar to, do you guys remember? I think it was one of the Sony showcases a while back. Uh, they showed uh, a horror game. Um, do you guys remember that one? I'm, I'm trying to remember. It was very. It was just, I think, a cinematic 
It was like a guy in a room oh, or something, and it was a glass. I know exactly Did what you're even, talking about. Um, protocol, something protocol. Something. Protocol or something, right? Yeah, it's thank it. you. There you thank go. you. Is this the same thing, or is this different? Okay, no. so this is Dead Space. Callisto Protocol is the actual former Visceral guys yeah. who made Dead That's Space. That's the connection. Okay. So, okay, so... It's kind of funny. It's basically looking at Left for Dead, Back for Blood. Yeah. Same guys, different studio. That's what Callisto, Callisto Protocol is. Now it kind of seems like EA's like, well, let's just compete with the guys that gave us this series yeah, okay. in the first place. Well, um, good. Good. Then that means we might be getting double that action, which I'm excited for. Because like I said, I like these types of games a lot. Yeah, there's not a lot of survival horror games really out there. I mean... I'm sure there's a lot of double A and maybe even indie ones, but you know, talking about triple A space, uh, not a lot of competition for Resident Evil Eight. I'll mm -hmm. tell you that. All right, that'll be Re Resident Evil Twelve in space. <laughs> <laughs> Curtis, how about you? Have you been playing a lot of Dead Space in your past? The first one was fantastic. It was so good. It was really definitely something I played. I want to go back at some point. I just haven't. I didn't play the second one. Actually, no, I did. I tried to, but I don't. I think I got far. And number three, I haven't played for the same reason. But hey, look at this. Steam, 75% off. Someone buy it. Let's do co-op. Uh, so myself, I played a little bit of the first one. Not a lot. Uh, I couldn't get into it. And that's not me um, going against the game. I think it was probably really great from everybody who's actually played it, beat it. I've always heard nothing but great things. I think it was more of a me. It's a very hardcore survival horror game. I think I found my comfort zone with dead uh dead space 2 i uh, don't know why i think it was just a perfect balance of like i could get into it it's not too hardcore not too demanding and let's face it not too scary for me <laughs> so like that's my bias but uh, i really like two. uh i did try three a little and it went the way that you know resident evil did with resident evil 5 where it's like hey let's just be more of an action game that did not resonate with people clearly uh, and led to the sad uh, like destruction of the series. But uh, I really love two. I beat it, enjoyed the heck out of it. I thought it, you know, there was some cringe scenes like the eyeball thing. I, I'll still see that every time I close my eyes. But uh, I really like it. This is very exciting news. It, and you know what? I just want to say this. I think this is the banner of this whole um, article here. But it's just nice to be excited about an EA game. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I don't think I've said that in a long time. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it looks like it's on sale for like less than seven dollars right now on uh, Steam. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Cool. Nice. So anyway, not a big article, but a very exciting one. I'm just uh, happy. Yeah, and and you know, I they have a good track record so far. Like you know, Squadrons. Though I didn't play it, I think we just got it free on PlayStation Plus. Uh, so I have it in my library. But like, I've heard good things about it. I don't. Apparently, think the VR was really good. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I wish them the best. I hope this comes out. It's a solid, uh, I would like to see, you know, I'm hoping they really reveal like a trailer for it, uh, shortly. I mean, I, I, I say next month, but, uh, they're, I guess, yeah, it's almost, a, I think it's just under a month until they have their EA play. So I guess hopefully we'll see more soon and, uh, we can move on to number two, Chris, the doozy. Uh, we're calling it Avatar Believes in Generations. This one comes from Push Square. Uh, most of this is, I guess, a conversation with uh, the director, if I'm not mistaken. And creative director Magnus worker. Johnson. Yes, creative director Magnus Jensen and technical director of programming 
Nikolay Stefanov, covered what developing exclusively for current-gen systems allows them to do. In terms of flying about the environment aboard a Banshee, Stefanov said, uh, new consoles allowed us to have much better object detail up close to you, but also when you're flying up, uh, high up in the air to have a lovely vista to have a, I would say have a lovely view of a vista, but to have a lovely vista and far distancing rendering where you can even use the ray tracing to do shadows super far away, you know, three or four kilometers away from you. The PS5's SSD uh, also represents a big improvement for the team over PS4, allowing them to stream in parts of the world much quicker. And then there's the design of the map itself, something which Jensen says had to be restricted in order to work on older hardware. Open world titles on PS4 had to space some of their biggest locations far apart and allow for enough time to actually render and stream in those cities and settlements. That's apparently no longer the case on PS5. If you look at it, with the old hard drives, they had to be spaced out very far apart because you had to stream out the old and stream in the new. So it just created a formulaic world. So there's a ton of stuff like that. AI has also been improved thanks to the power of the PS5, allowing the developer to make animals much more realistic in terms of their movement and tracking techniques. Power boosts combined with advancements in the Snowdrop engine enables the team to do amazing things that would not be possible previously. Finally, Avatar Frontiers of Pandora will simply be much more immersive than it was designed around the PS4, if it was designed around the PS4. Uh, the folks at Massive Entertainment want to bring the world you saw in the movie straight to your living room. Uh, I guess just don't watch the movie, just play the game now. Uh, <laughs> better simulating weather effects and animals. Stefanov signs off by explaining in terms of a new generation of consoles, the improved hardware just gives us so much more opportunity to make sure that the game's as immersive as possible. One example given is a new lighting system that takes advantage of ray tracing. It handles the translucency of leaves, dictating how much light is reflective. reflected. Avatar Frontiers of Pandora launches for PS5 at some point next year. So, Steve, are you interested in the new... I mean, it, it, the trailer looked good. Uh, I'll give I'm it walking, that. But the trailer's like a CG trailer, right? Like, sort I of, hate... but I don't know what... I got the feel when I was watching it that there was parts when he was flying around I felt like it almost could have transitioned right into the gameplay. I, I, I had true. that like, feel at certain parts. It was probably an in, you know, I hate the new like terminology where it's like in engine, like trailer. And I'm like, yeah, but it's still a trailer. Like you yeah. can get away with making things look better in engine anyway. Yes. But either way, I agree with you. I'm one of the rare ones that like, I don't have a beef with this movie. I feel like everyone I talk to has a beef with this movie where like, oh, that movie sucked. I'm like, actually, though it didn't like, you know, change cinema forever. You know, it's not The Shining or whatever your movie is of choice. But I would say like, I enjoyed it. It's a very good sci-fi movie. It looks pretty. I think that's the strongest thing anyone could say. It looks pretty. So seeing that world and entertain me so well, you know, in a an open world game, I'm interested. I'm not going to tell you that uh, I've stopped buying all other games because this one's going to take over my life. But I, I hope it does. Everything they're saying sounds great to me. Uh, and I can't wait to get to play one of these. I, I want to say little blue people, like if I was referring to a Smurf. But truly, these things are like, what, like seven, eight, nine feet tall. <laughs> so I guess little blue doesn't make any sense. 
but yeah, I don't know, Curtis. What are your thoughts? I mean, I'm I'm optimistic because I just it's like you guys said, it looks promising. And like Steve, I have nothing against the films, so at least like the story and everything is something that would interest me, but yeah, I don't know. I don't have the console, so I, don't, I can't really can't really say anything. Is there yet. any is there it any is gonna come for PC games coming is there any games out using the snowdrop engine right now? I thought uh I don't believe Snowdrop. Why do I want to say that was the division? Because you're right. It's the division? Because the division yeah, does uh, look good. Because Massive made Snowdrop and they first used it for a division. I'm hopeful that that engine will be able to pull off some good stuff. Well, they've obviously done some work on it. Um, I mean, probably quite a bit of work, honestly, because I think, you know, I don't think it's been pushed graphically yet. So no. it will be interesting to see, you know, what they can do with it. I think the main point, though, I, I just want to ask you guys other questions is the main reason I put this article in here uh, wasn't so much just because, like, the game itself, uh, although it is interesting, I think all three of us, uh, you know, have our eyes open to hear more and we want to be, like, wooed by this game. Um, but it's more to, you know, kind of talk about our previous articles where everyone keeps saying, like, oh, it's not a big deal. Cross-gen isn't a big deal. It's not really holding things back. But, you know, we hear Ratchet and Clank, like they said, this could only really be on the PS5. Uh, I, you know, Demon's Souls, I, the loading uh, and like how pretty it is could only be on the PS5. But that's something you could scale down. Um, but yeah, here's another like, I think this is a great in-depth look of like here. This is why we need next gen games to be next gen. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, Chris, are you getting that same oh, for vibe sure. here? I mean, I, I felt like that for a while, like. I, it's just nice. Maybe it's because it's coming from not exactly like from inside Sony or like they're like, you know, partners because I think this is uh, Ubisoft, right? Yep. So I, I feel like it's like, hey, the, nobody told us not to, to say it, but yeah, making shit on the old systems, it's freaking hard and they're, you're you're being strapped down when you're trying to do certain things and it's just, it's holding you back. And this yeah, is the first time. Yeah, this is the first time it's like somebody's like blatantly said and told to us that yeah, the shit's way better on PS5. Like this is what people should be focusing on. And I mean, we've talked about it in the past too, where I'm like, well, I mean, it just splits your team's focus when you have to make the game functional for both freaking systems. It's like if you had the manpower and everybody was putting into the PS5, then yeah. But I could see maybe two on the other side where like Sony's like, no, we got to cater to PS4 because. We can't get these PS5s out to everybody yet. So maybe that's why they're like kind of teetering well, on the line. I don't know. You're you're not wrong. Like you are right in why like the reasoning. It's just I always get upset because like we actually have more PS5s out there than we had PS4s within the same time frame. Yeah. So I don't love that argument because it's like there, you know, look, guys, like I do feel bad for the people that want it. But I do think we're at a time that if you really, really want a PS5 and you're actually putting effort in, you can probably get it now. Like, I'm hearing more and more, I'm seeing in my news articles that there's stock updates, so on like that. Uh, I, I know quite a few people that have gotten two or three now if they really want it. Uh, so it's like, whatever, you know, that's a different argument. But going back to another thing you said, I think the more people that are, you know, unchained and allowed to go truly next gen, I think we're going to see more of this. And like, 
what they actually are able to do. And they'll come out and say freely, hey, hey, world, like, look at all the great stuff we can do. It, it changes not just graphical fidelity. Like, we're talking about, like, AI and, you know, how open a, an open world can be. You know, they're toting, like, you know, seeing shadows kilometers away, you know? It, it's uh, nice it's just... here, like, when you read this and hear them say this stuff, I get the sense that like it sounds like they're legit excited to be making this yes. game, and it's like you haven't I haven't heard that in a while. Sometimes it's just like, yep, this is what we're making. We're just following the formula. It's gonna be good. These guys genuinely sound like excited to be working on this project. Yeah, it's so. like breaking new ground, right? You're yeah. doing a new project. You're like, oh my god, we're new hardware. It's yeah. not been done. Yeah. yeah. Curtis, do you have anything to spite on me for the PS5 <laughs> console shortage? <laughs> Uh, other than the fact that I still can't find one, no, nothing at all, nothing at all. Nothing I could have got you one. <laughs> uh, I know, but there was only and one. I could game probably else. get you another one. I know, and that's tempting. Hey, we have two now, okay? I know. I'm all, Ratchet I, and Clank end. I want one. I want it. But <laughs> it's, I I can absolutely understand in this why people are definitely more interested in trying to develop for the new the current generation now especially since you know they have their vision especially if you're looking at something like avatar you know what the world looks like already and if you're trying to develop that on a ps4 you know it's not going to look the same and yeah having all the all the tech available the ray tracing the super fast ssd to be able to keep everything lightning fast for loading it makes sense like it's it it allows all your developers now to exactly like actually build the world that they want the they have a vision and that's what they want and it makes me excited being the pc gamer because now you guys are finally catching up so maybe there'll actually be some better stuff coming soon especially with the uh, direct storage being announced for windows 11 so that means that we'll be getting that fast loading time stuff that you guys have with your ssd so <laughs> as long as they implement it properly <laughs> Hurry, Curtis, catch us. Catch us, Curtis. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Ah, so I think that's all we need to talk about with our little blue friends. So we're going to move on to number three. Insomniac Games' next title will be a multiplayer one. This one comes from VGC, Curtis. Insomniac Games has announced that it's currently hiring for a new multiplayer project. The studio, which in recent years has enjoyed success with single-player-only games like Spider-Man, and the Ratchet & Clank titles posted a tweet advertising five new roles specifically focused on multiplayer. The roles are Creative Director, Systems Designer for Multiplayer, Story Lead, Art Director, and VFX Artist. Although Insomniac has given no clues as to what this multiplayer project may be based on, the job listing for the System Designer role refers specifically to melee-based combat. Unlike the Other Skills section in the listing, it reads, Thorough understanding of melee combat systems, enemy design, and boss design. Ooh. Ooh. So, Chris, what are you thinking here, buddy? I feel, just looking at the Insomniac Games catalog of games, I feel like I'm not seeing anything that would fit this formula of what they're talking about, so I feel like it's got to be something new. Mm -hmm. Like, at first I was thinking, oh, like, multiplayer, it could be a new Resistance game. But they're talking about melee combat, and I'm like, okay, well, it's definitely not resistance then. So, and then everything else, like, man, I'm just looking at their list. They make hits. I, I love yep. their their games. But yeah, I don't. I feel like this is gonna be a new IP altogether. So that's exciting because, like I said, 
most of their games are hits so yeah hopefully no i'm i'm always excited for new ip i just think let's you know flip things like yes sometimes you fall in love with something so you want a sequel like obviously i want spider-man 2 really bad um otherwise yeah i I don't mind you know they're a big enough team they clearly have multiple departments so fine cool show me what you got my only fear is like multiplayer melee combat systems i'm like though that could mean anything i'm always you know nowadays terrified games of a service avengers yeah games of a service yes well it's just everything's trying that now right you know dark alliance just came out games of a service uh what is that the platinum games they revealed uh babylon's fall or something games of a service and i'm just i'm so burnt out i don't need another games of a service i don't mind a game that's solid and it has multiplayer included and i really hope that's what this is um you know dark souls we were just talking about or demon souls i should say uh you know same thing single player solid game that just also happens to have really good cooperative play um so that's my hope for this but you're right chris I think I need to take a step back, acknowledge that this is insomniac and uh, mm-hmm. Jesus take the wheel. <laughs> you know, yeah, like. They definitely haven't gone over to the dark side yet for uh, games of a service. Maybe, uh, maybe uh, Marvel is walking around and they're going, yeah, we gave the Square Enix ga- guys a chance and uh, they kind of dropped the ball. Uh, you guys want to take a crack at a, uh, a, a new uh, Avengers game? You guys knocked it out of the park with uh, Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, just don't make it games of a service if you're doing another <laughs> yeah. Avengers game. Uh, that's a good way to sell some consoles. Curtis, are you interested in this whatsoever? I don't know. I'm. I don't know. It's it's the same mentality. Yeah, I don't know. It's nerve wracking because I don't want something that's gonna be the Avengers. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, keep in mind this is like they're just hiring, so exactly. we're not gonna yeah, hear anything for nothing. at least three years. If so. if there were some details that were actually out, then at least I could have some sort of an opinion. But from what it sounds like at the moment, <laughs> yeah, it could be anything, honestly. Are you interested in games that have uh, an understanding of melee combat systems, enemy design, and bosses? <laughs> so Dark Souls. <laughs> Hey, multiplayer. <laughs> hey. just spoiled it. Yeah, it's Dark Souls 4, everyone. Blood, 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 Bloodborne 2. <laughs> I'm just, you know, like, and that's the thing. I just really hope, yeah, that they get their chance. You know, they're not pressured into something they don't want to make. And uh, and then maybe I'm just wrong in general. Maybe it is just a solid single-player game, and it's just going to happen to have really good combat. My other thing, though, that the only thing that also concerns me in the background is I think me and Chris specifically seem to be privy to this, but uh, Sony's... Done, done a lot of recent contracts that seem to be leaning multiplayer as well. Uh, so I'm like, they definitely seem to be trying to target that market recently. So that's the only thing that also kind of worries me is like, you know, is this going to be, you know, maybe not games of a service, but is it just the next competitive uh, style gaming? Yeah. Like, actually, a good point is you always play, you bring up the Naraka game. Like, is that going to be what they're trying to do here? Like, you know, I just don't know. I mean, Insomniac's crazy, right? They can go from Resistance to Ratchet and Clank to uh, Sunset Overdrive to Spider-Man, right? It's just, you can't pin them down to one kind of type of game, really. Uh, but anyway, I think we said all we need to on that one. So we're going to go to the one that excites me the most. Number four, The Ghost Returns. This one comes from Push Square. 
here's a juicy rumor that you're going to see everywhere very shortly. Ghost of Tsushima, the excellent open-world PlayStation 4 exclusive that launched last year and won Steve's Game of the Year award for that year, is apparently getting a standalone expansion titled Ghost of Ikishima. Uh, it'll supposedly take place on the Japanese island of Iki, which are south of Tsushima, just off the coast of Mar mainland Japan. World, sorry, word is that it's on track to launch this year. Eh, I don't know if there's that much time. They have to mean they're going to announce this pretty shortly. Uh, Ghost of Ikishima will apparently feature the Sony's next showcase, uh, will be featured in Sony's next showcase. Um, there are suggestions that this said showcase is happening in the near future. There's no denying that all of this sounds more than feasible. Uh, Ghost developer Sucker Punch has released media expansions before with Infamous 2 getting Festival of Blood and Infamous Second Son getting First Light. Plus, these smaller standalone titles are just something that Sony does these days. Uncharted Lost Legacy and most recently Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales immediately spring to mind. Meanwhile, rumors of a summer state of play have been swirling for weeks, and this would obviously be a key announcement. Uh, Chris, you're damn well excited, ain't you? <laughs> I'm super excited. This is going to be our mini E3. Uh, Honestly. I think this is what we were predicting, that there there's going to be a Sony showcase, which obviously there's going to be, but I feel like this one's going to be, like like you said, a meteor showcase, and it's going to I hopefully give us a couple of good surprises and... It could beat everything that we've seen so far from E3 because the bar is not high. I, I'm so excited for this. Uh, it's hard to even stay in my seat. Um, but I, I'm, yeah, it's, it's one of those, you know, it's both ways where I feel like I'm super excited to know this, but the same sense if this would have came out in like uh, whatever showcase they're going to do and I didn't see it coming, oh, this would have hit me hard. I would have flown off my couch and out of the window mm -hmm. uh, and then probably ran to your house to jump through your window. <laughs> but um, I'm just super excited. Like I said, it's my game of the year from last year. I love it. I've almost beat it a second time on New Game Plus. Uh, just everything about it is just awesome. It all flows. Uh, I just, yeah, I can't say enough great things about it. I know a bunch of, me and you didn't really try it, but everyone loved the multiplayer. Like, we will. It's just not... There's not one thing you can corner that's bad in this one. Uh, I know Curtis, I don't think, has played this yet. Um, but I think he's going to have his chance. Uh, that's going to be in the next article. Um, but uh, does this do anything for you, Curtis? Have you seen videos of this? Like, are you interested at least? If it's anything like the original, and judging from what you and everyone else says, as long as it's on par with that, then I'm game. And do you guys like this new method of Sony with these uh, standalone expansions? Almost. Uh, that's a tough question. Yeah. I didn't play the. I didn't play the, the, uh, Uncharted one. Yeah, I didn't play it. Um, and you didn't play Miles Morales yet either. So I have it though. Uh, I own it. I bought it. The <laughs> there's a theme. I think it's downloaded even. Um, nice. It depends on length know. and cost. Exactly. Because if it's yeah. just going to be like DLC, then. Eh. But if it's actually something where you're getting what 10 12 but hours out of it, then yeah, I'll give Ghosts of Tsushima credit like with the multiplayer kind of stuff that they added to the game. Uh, like that was a good chunk of content that mm -hmm. they didn't have to give to us for free, and they did. So, no. us will I'm more than willing to pay, they deserve it, <laughs> they deserve my money, they've earned it. Oh, absolutely. I'm yeah, it doesn't matter what they show or what they do i'm I'm getting this day one um i'm not against this 
weird uh, idea Sony has with these standalone games. Uh, like you, Chris, I never played Lost Legacy, uh, but I did like uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales. Was it shorter? Yes, but it was also cheaper. And I just think, and it honestly it fixed some of the issues the original game had. No more stupid stealth missions. Uh, they took away the gadget crap. You know, they just kind of ripped it clean and they're like, hey, we're just going to give you what you want out of this. And it's a shorter uh very shorter uh game not even english but i'm going there and yeah i just i still enjoyed it though and i felt like it was worth my time i didn't love the beat it twice for a platinum but whatever um it was still easy enough to get the platinum anyway uh so yeah i'm i'm set you know just take my money it's fine let's do it just really excited for the showcase i don't know Willie. do you have a, a i don't even know what to call it. do you have an estimate like when do you think this is happening if, well, it's, yeah, it's it feels all. like they're saying, I mean, the rumors, these are all rumors, um, but the, it seems pretty well concrete now. Um, but they're saying this year, right? Or did they say next year? Uh, they're saying it's it, within the, the rumors, year. It's yeah, within this year. So yeah, I could, we could be getting a November game. Maybe they're going to try to compete in the, the November market. I wouldn't mind. Could be October too. Could be October. It's, so we're going to go with one that speaks more to Curtis. We're going with number five, Ghost of the PC Space. This one's from VGC. And Curtis, I'm just going to skip to you because I think this speaks to you more. You think? PlayStation. <laughs> PlayStation has updated the package artwork for Sucker Punch's Ghost of Tsushima, adding a callout to its post-launch multiplayer and potentially more significant, removing an only-for-PlayStation banner. The new box art can be found on Amazon and PlayStation Direct with the exclusivity callout removed. Sony previously removed the only for PlayStation notice for PS4 games Days Gone and Horizon Zero Dawn as both games were among its first titles ported to PC, which could potentially indicate that Tsushima could be next in line. However, Sony hasn't been using the only for PlayStation label for PS4 titles that have PS5 versions either, such as Spider-Man Miles Morales and Sackboy A Big Adventure, so it could so it could just as well indicate some sort of full PS5 version. For PlayStation 5 exclusives, Sony appears to have dropped the exclusivity branding completely, with titles such as Demon's Souls and Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart not carrying the signage. Yeah, so that sounds good for, well, potentially good. Both these last two articles, clearly the rumors, uh, so you can take all this with a grain of salt. But it uh, wouldn't be the first time we've seen some of these games lose this label and then show up on the Steam store. So I just, I really kind of almost hope this is true because I would love to see what Curtis thinks of uh, Ghost of Tsushima. And, uh, or I would, love to hear. would you prefer a PS5 version of the game? <laughs> PC, who, who do you want to help, Steve? Who do you want to help? <laughs> I feel like that game was programmed so well and the load times are already so stupid quick. That, like, we kind of already have a PS5 version. PS5 gave you HDR. It gave you uh, upscaling resolution. Uh, it looks damn good. Like, Isn't you know, I, like too? I said, I... Yeah, yes, thank you for bringing that up, too. So, like, I feel like I already have my PS5 version. So this means if Curtis can enjoy this and more people can enjoy this, uh, more power to it. I, I want the world to be on fire with love and passion for this game. I... I, you know, and it's a bold statement. It is my favorite open world game of all time. Boom, done. Close the book on that one. So, Curtis, if this came to PC, if this rumor is in fact, pa well, plausible, sorry, um, are you getting it? No. 
Yes, that's a hard joke. Yes, I would get it. Absolutely. I feel like pre-order day one. Pretty much. Yeah. Steam wish list right now. It's not even there. It's not even there, and I'll take it. You gotta wish it. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I'm. I'm happy for PC owners. Uh. Again, I'm a little. I'm somewhere in the middle. There's there's that breed of people that are super upset that any of these games are coming to PC. And then there's some that think like, oh, I don't care. It can come day and date. I'm somewhere in the middle where I'm like six months to a year. You know, let's have some exclusivity, some reason Focus to get the PS5. for the console. Get it yeah, good. but I do want PC players to have these great experiences as well. Uh, I just want them to pay for it with time. <laughs> it's just, a, you know, a little currency. You know, it's this would be the quickest turnover for a PC jump, though, if it's the yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, again, that's if it came out now. If if they held out just a few more months, you know, maybe after uh, summer, then, you know, you're looking at close to that year window uh, that I'm comfortable with, but it's not about me. So let's continue on with our last article of the day. Uh, Forspoken is all about those visuals. This one comes from VGC, and I'll let Chris take hmm. it. If I say Forsaken, uh, it's Forspoken, but I keep saying Forsaken all the time, constantly. Everyone keeps saying it's that. Just, so why it's not, not just, just change you. the name to Forsaken? God. Or leave it as Project Athia. It was a fine oh, name. Oh, that was I a good care. name, yeah. Yeah. Square Enix has said it's aiming to deliver the highest quality visuals ever seen in an open world game with Forspoken. Announced in June 2020, Forspoken is the de- debut game from the Japanese company's new Luminous Production Studio. To help it achieve its lofty goal, Luminous is employing AMD's Fidelity FX Super Resolution. It's got super in the name, so it's good. The newly launched uh, competitor to NVIDIA's much-hyped DLSS upscaling technology. Luminous Studio Head and General Manager uh, Takashi Aramaki discussed the technology in a video below, which is below on a different page that you guys can't see because I'm reading words, uh, which includes some fresh forspoken gameplay snippets. Our studio's philosophy is to create games unlike anything experienced before, fusing the world's latest technologies with art, he said. Implementing cutting-edge AMD technology in the development of Forspoken is an embodiment of of that philosophy. With Forspoken, we are aiming to achieve the highest quality visuals ever seen in an open-world game. Forspoken is scheduled for release on PC and PS5 in 2022, and it will reportedly be a PlayStation console exclusive for two years. Wow. There's a lot to that. I watched the video that went along with this. It definitely seemed like a love letter to AMD and this technology. Uh, They showed a little bit of gameplay in that, uh, but it's more of a tech demo than anything, I'd say. So uh, I'm all for it. I'm excited for this game. Square Enix is one of those companies that for the past decade, I'd say have disappointed me more than, yeah, uh, really made me happy or smile. But uh, I'm always optimistic for the next thing that comes from them. I got this and Final Fantasy 16 that I'm just going to keep <laughs> crossing my fingers for. Uh, Chris, what do you think about this? Well, I remember when they were first talking, uh, when it was back when we said it was Project Athia and just the little snippet we saw and heard about it from then. We, we, I think all of us were already like, this could be interesting. I'm, ex- mm-hmm. I'm curious to see what they're going with for this. Uh, as far as what technology they use to make it look good and all that kind of stuff, I, whatever. As long as it runs well, um, I, it's, it's hard to judge something unless you could see both versions of it. So it's like, okay, show me the AMD's fidelity mode versus the NVIDIA's mode. Well, you can't do that. 
Um, so I, it's, you can't compare it side by side. So you're just going to get what you get and just hope. I mean, you, it sounds like they are definitely putting a big effort into it, uh, yeah. which is good. So, and I mean, I, I think I, I don't want anyone to take this as like them sliding NVIDIA. Really. No, I think this is them saying, look, both consoles use AMD cards. We're just doing the best with what we've got. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, and that's not me even sliding on AMD. I just think, you know, look, it's an affordable card. So they're just going to try to take advantage of every, everything they can really. Yeah. Everything. It I offers. know Curtis, you know more about a lot of this, so. And, I'll let you talk a little. And there's where the skepticism kicks in in this podcast. Because uh, I, want, I want to think it'll be okay. But I know, even judging when AMD implemented ray tracing, finally. I can't remember when it was. It wasn't that long ago. But uh, it's not great. It's very hard to do because all of their stuff is software-based. And I'm not... 100% sure on the details of how Fidelity, F Fidelity FX works, but because they don't have what NVIDIA cards have, where they have separate tensor cores in the card, an actual part of hardware, to do all that DLSS upscaling, the AMD cards don't have that. It's fine in the sense that every card can use it because it's not actually proprietary to hardware. Like, in video cards, it will be able to use Fidelity FX, which is fine, it provided it's, you know, implemented properly and actually works. But because it just came out, much like the ray tracing, I'm very skeptical because we have very little to go off of. I'm curious, what, what are you skeptical, skeptical about? Is it, are you worried that it could potentially be worse? Like, would, are you saying it would be better without it maybe altogether if it works the way that it seems because from what i'm hearing is that it could technically be implemented into any game it's not like nvidia where you have to have a driver update you have to have the uh uh the like the ai has to be trained in the actual game so that it knows what to upscale you don't have any of that with this it's all just it's apparently it's something to do with like the actual shaders itself so it could be put onto any game but i i just don't know much about it yet because it's too new but it's i'm just basing it kind of off the ray tracing which is very hard to do and if it's software based and you're trying to do something so heavy like that like upscaling without special hardware is kind of hard to do but i don't know and this is where I'm not sure. Hence my skepticism. So we'll have to wait till 2022 to see if Curtis's skepticism is warranted. That's the word I wanted. And uh, until then, we're basically done with the news here, guys. We uh, did a good job there. So we're just going to jump into homework uh, fairly quickly because I think we're running over that time I like. Um, so we're going to go right to homework. What is homework? Homework is when we basically don't have enough time to fit all the news articles that we had this week onto one episode so we just give you the titles and where you can find the articles and then you can just go educate yourselves and uh we're all better for it so number one is george r, r. martin says elden ring is a sequel to dark souls this one comes from coming soon.net and uh i honestly i think a lot of people are reading into this too much i kind of think george r. r martin is an old man 
and I think he's confusing his words, and uh, maybe What's that sounds dark mean. Soul? But I really don't think this is a sequel to Dark Souls. I, I feel like Miyazaki said multiple times this is a totally new world that he created with George R. R. Martin. But I think somebody must have said like, "Oh, like you know, this looks like those Dark Souls games." He's like, yeah, it's a sequel to it's, that. Could be probably uh, a uh, what is it called? Um, spiritual successor no yeah yeah i think that's a good way of putting it that's probably what he means to say yeah he's also like something dragons (laughs) uh and then the next one is cyberpunk 2077 betrayal (laughs) (laughs) cyberpunk 2077 ps4 version will be improved throughout the year as game returns to ps store this one comes from ign and uh yeah, no shit. It's going to be uh, improved throughout the year, just like that next gen version. That's never why is coming. it not already improved? Uh, you know, it's only been seven months. It something is like that. It's slightly more uh, uh, thirty frames per second stable, but not perfectly <laughs> when certain stuff happens. So. Hey Curtis, look what my face does! <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and you're like, ah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh no, we jump back two generations. Abandoned trailer app delayed yet again, this time to August. This one comes from Push Square. So that uh, article you're talking about how a game could have possibly been a Kojima game uh, seems less and less likely to actually be a Kojima game. Uh, Haman, the game director, actually has appeared in two videos now uh, where he had to basically prove his existence <laughs> and that he is not part of a conspiracy theory. The so, fate. you know, yeah. Uh, and that's the thing. Maybe it's, maybe he's using that unreal uh, meta human app uh, that uh, we talked about. It, it could still all be fake, you know, conspiracies and all that. Uh, so anyway, yeah, he basically came out and, and uh, after our recording, they delayed it till this Friday, uh, which is when we're recording. Uh, I was excited to watch this trailer and then basically come home to not a trailer, but just another delay. And this time, just a a blatant statement saying August and no actual definitive date. Uh, A little upsetting, but there you go. Maybe he's getting fed up all the rumors. (laughs) Honestly, he's like, who am I? (laughs) The latest Marvel's Avengers patch is displaying players' IP addresses on screen. So if you want to see one of the three people's IP addresses that are still playing this game, uh, go to the VGC article and they'll tell you how. And please don't swat the the three people that are playing this game. You don't want to lose more players. They're already in the pain by playing it. Yes. (laughs) Final Fantasy IX animated TV show announced. This one comes from Push Square. Uh, That could be interesting. I'll definitely watch it. I liked Final Fantasy IX. I used to hate it from a sideline because I didn't like the art style, but once I got older and got over that, uh, that's a, it's a good game, I, so I'm interested. I, in the only thing that goes. turned me off with it was I'm pretty sure didn't it say something that they will be aiming the show towards children? Or the younger youth or something? Audiences, I think. A younger audience is what the, the term they use, which is like I don't know, the story of Final Fantasy 9 isn't really a story that would be like You'd want to tell children. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. But there's a lot of weird... maybe they'll do it right. Returnal, Demon Souls, Spider Man in PS5 weekend sale, and that's from Save Them Dollars. Actually, that's just for me, and I called it Save Them Dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Go out and buy them; they are all great. Apparently, they're from Steve. He's giving you free games. I'm giving you savings. Okay. PS5 new Cosmic Red and Midnight Black controllers are available for purchase. That is it for the show. That is it for this episode. 
And that means we will have to meet yet again next week. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for your time. It is your most valuable currency. So we just appreciate you spending any of that on us three idiots. So until next week, a goodbye. Bye. Bye.